Hello and welcome to the Ask the Garden Geek podcast. Yeah, this isn't the radio show. This is fresh content. You know, I'm going to talk about some of the stuff I talked about on the radio show, but this is fresh content. This is me, Michael Kroos, your chief geek, talking to you directly. And, and, and you know, because it's a podcast, if I want to, I can say bad words, which is just, you know, I've done 35 plus years of radio where you're not allowed to say bad words. But now this is a podcast. I own the podcast. It's my podcast. And I want to say a bad word. I can say it, but I really can't. You know, doing all those years of radio, I, I had it ingrained. A guy by the name of Sonny Block, one of my early mentors. Some of you will know who he is or was. He's no longer with us. Uh, but he, he actually taught me a little thing using neuro-linguistic programming to program into my head not to swear when you're on the radio. And I mean, this act, this actually worked. I ingrained this. I, I put this into my head using techniques from neuro-linguistic programming, and it works. And by the way, I'm not the only guy in radio or only person in radio who has done this. There are, and public speaking also, by the way, there are people who've done public speaking for years who've actually used this technique to make sure that they don't let the S word pop out once in a while in the middle of a talk. And I am the same way. When I, I do public speaking, I don't let you know bad words go out. Now, if I'm talking to you like alone, if there's just a couple of us sitting around, they will fly out of my mouth. They will. I, you know, I am not... Uh, bad words will fly right out of my mouth. But when Mr. Microphone's on or I'm on doing public speaking... They don't. So I can't adjust to this. You know, even though I'm allowed to do this on the podcast, I'm, I'm, I, I can't bring my, I tried to do it, you know, on another podcast that I was a guest on. I tried to swear because the other guy that, that was hosting the podcast, he was swearing. And I said, well, I can swear. It was, a, it was a, not a gardening podcast. But I didn't. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. So, you know, neuro-linguistic programming actually works. I'm not a neuro-linguistic programming expert. I'm just me, the garden geek. You know, I am just me, the garden geek. And what I want to talk about now, and I talked about it in the radio show, if some of you people heard the radio show, was my darling daughter in pumpkin seeds. Uh, weeks ago, my daughter calls me up. She's dad. I said, what? She goes, I want to grow pumpkins for the kids. And, you know, so they can have their own pumpkins for Halloween. I said, it's too late in the year to do that. She goes, well, can't we try? I said, well, we can try, but it isn't going to work. She goes, well, where can we do it? Can I do it at your house? I said, yeah, I've got a bed in the front of my house. It's in full sun. I'm, you know, I've pulled some shrubs out of there that I'm going to replant in, you know, here soon, but I will wait. You can plant them there. She goes, okay, are you going to be home? I'm not going to be home, but go ahead and plant them there. Well, you know what she does? My my daughter, my wonderful daughter, she shows up at the house. I'm not here. She can't get into the house, which is good. But she shows up at the house with the kids, and they go out in the backyard, and they have a pumpkin. They bought a pumpkin. And they went out, and they carved the pumpkin on my back patio. Of course, did they clean up after themselves? No, 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 no. Anyway, but anyway, they they uh, did this. And I, this was unbeknownst to me. I knew she was coming over, and I thought she had bought pumpkin seeds. I did not know she was pulling these things right out of the pumpkin. And she reached in, she pulled all these seeds out of the pumpkin, and she threw them all over the backyard, figuring they're going to grow in the backyard. Well, even if they were, I wouldn't allow that. I, you know, I can't have pumpkins in my backyard. I got a yard back there. But, you know, my daughter. So she does, she does all of this. And I don't know that she does it. But anyway, I come home. 
And she comes back later on that day. She goes, oh, did you see what's out in the backyard? I said, what? And, you know, out in the patio. Right out in the patio on this little table is a pumpkin. And I didn't think another thing about it, and I'd forgotten about her planting the pumpkin seeds in the front. I just didn't think about it, you know, just going on and on. You know, life is good. And she goes, can you watch, you know, the oldest and the middle one? She was taking the daughter someplace for an hour. I said, sure, go on, go on. So my oldest grandson, Sage, when he was young, I used to call him Sage Baby, but now he's seven. I can't call him Sage Baby anymore. Sage, cool, you know, child. Cool, cool kid. Goes to school, everything. Smart kid. Wonderful kid. He goes, Grandpa. I said, What? He goes, We planted pumpkins. I figured they planted pumpkins in the front. And I said, Oh, where where did she get the seeds? Where's, you know? She says, Oh, no. She took them out of this pumpkin. I said, Well, that isn't going to work. And he said, Well, I said, I didn't see the ground disturbed out front where that she was going to plant that. She goes, oh, no, she just threw the seeds all over the backyard. Right about that time, right about that time, the guy that I have mowing my yard shows up, and he's mowing my yard. And Sage says, he can't mow the backyard because that's where the seeds are. I said, well, he's mowing the backyard. And um, so backyard gets mowed. Sage is, uh, yeah. Anyway, Cassie comes home. I said, what? It, you know, she goes, I just figured they'd do good out. I said, they're not going to grow, and you, they're supposed to be dried and all kinds of other things before you plant them. You just don't pull them out of a pumpkin. With a, you know, and, I, and I went out there and looked in the backyard. I don't spend a lot of time out there. And it was just, they were just you know, pumpkin guts and seeds and everything else all out of the backyard. If my mother was alive, she used to take, my mother used to take the pumpkin seeds and lay them out on a towel and dry them. She never planted them. She seasoned them and put them in the oven. And we it was a snack. It was wonderful. She also took the pumpkin and made pumpkin pie. Did my daughter make me pumpkin pie? No, 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 no. Uh, she just, you know, the the most of the guts that were in the middle of the pumpkin were all screwed, you know, thrown all over the backyard. They were just, you know, in, in these vain hopes that the pumpkins are going to grow. I swear, if I go out there next week and pumpkins are starting to grow, I'm just going to have a, I'm going to have a thrombo. I am. I'm just going to have a thrombo. But, you know, just, just the way it is. Uh, just the way it is. But I did talk to her. I said, you know, one of the things I, that we can do next year, if you like, is we could grow watermelons. She goes, well, you know, I don't want to grow them in that one little spot in front. I said, no. I said, we'll take a third of the backyard, the middle third. Uh, I will remove the grass. We'll till it all up. I'll, you know, I'll borrow a rototiller from a friend of mine around the corner. I will till it all up. We'll prepare the soil nice and organically and everything. And we will put blood meal in the soil, you know, because that's going to give the calcium that, that uh, watermelons love. They give it that nice, good taste. You know, and we'll just have like some of the best watermelons ever. So she said, that's a good idea. She goes, why don't I just throw watermelon seeds? No, no, no. We're going to get commercially grown watermelon seeds, and we're going to plant them out there. We'll, we'll do it right in the spring. If you want, well, why can't we do it now? I said, because we're going into winter now. They're not going to grow. It's just, you know, have to do it in the spring for summer. We'll have watermelons all over the summer, and we'll have a lot of watermelons because you can grow a lot of watermelons in a small area, and it's viney, and it's, it's cool. I said, you're going to have to go out and pull weeds or use the hoe and hoe weeds out. And she said, I will do that. The kids and I will do that. It'll be a wonderful experience for us. She goes, can we grow anything else? And I said, no. She goes, could I grow marijuana? I said, no, stop, just stop. Um, but um, she says, okay, we will grow watermelons. So that we're going to do that in the spring. Like I said, I'm going to take about a third of the yard right down the middle 
and I'm going to remove the grass. Now, I'm not telling her this, okay? I'm going to spray that grass in the spring with glyphosate, you know, Roundup, you know, the evil Roundup, uh, and I'm going to spray that and kill it off. And then once it's killed off, I will go out there with the rototiller and till it into the soil. The benefit of doing this, by the way, she's, I'm not telling her I'm doing this because she'll go nuts. You know, she will absolutely be beside herself. Uh, but the benefit of doing this is because all of the plants, you know, the existing grass and the weeds that are out there, they die right through, you know, the roots, right through the roots. And glyphosate has no effect on soil. No matter what they're telling you on these lawsuit things that you're seeing on television, has no effect on soil. I read the science about it. And then when we go and we till that all up, and all of those dead weeds and grass will actually turn into an organic form of nitrogen and all kinds of you know, biological, wonderful activity will happen out there and the soil will be rich. Plus I'm going to dump, you know, milorganite out there, or maybe, you know, I think I'll get black cow instead of milorganite. I think I'll get black cow and I'll work that in, you know, black cow is horse poop, but it's, it's, you know, comes in bags and it's, it's, it's good quality horse poop and it's dried out, and I'll work that into the soil with the rototiller, and you know I'll take the blood meal, and I'll dump that all in the soil, work that in with the rototiller. We will have wonderful, very marvelous soil to plant the watermelons in, and won't that be a, just like a real Florida thing? You know, I have no palm trees in my yard. I have no citrus trees in my yard. Had a, I had a grapefruit tree in the backyard when I first moved here. I cut it down, and you know why? Because I walked out there in the evening, and there were rats in it. I said, nope. Got to go. Don't like rats. Got chainsaw out, cut tree down. You know. And uh, I, I went through this whole thing about getting rid of the trunk organically, which I did. I did a whole show on that. But I, I did that, you know, and it worked. Everything was good. Uh, but the grapefruit tree is gone. But by the way, grapefruit is the only citrus that I do not like. And I don't understand why people like grapefruit. My daughter loves grapefruit. Uh, her mother, ex-wife number three, loves grapefruit. Uh, but you know, when I was growing grapefruit, ex-wife number three would come over and steal my grapefruit. Well, she'd, you know, take it. And I said, okay, I have it. I'm not going to. Then I cut the tree down. And she goes, you did that because you don't like me. I said, no, I did that because there were rats. And, uh, you know, so, but that, it's gone. Uh, but I'm going to grow watermelon out there. And there better not be any rats come out there. There better not. I'll sit out there with a 410 shotgun and shoot the little, you know, anyway, hate rats. Hate rats like poison. But anyhow, we're going to grow watermelon, and that will be fun. That will just be loads and loads and loads of fun. Hey, it has been fun talking on the podcast this week. I hope you enjoyed yourself. If you'd like to write to me, oh, and if you're, wherever you're listening to the podcast at, uh, you know, you can, I th in some places, you can leave me a message, but you can email me at michael.cross at gmail.com. And if you go to the anchor uh, anchor.fm and listen to the podcast there, you can actually leave me a voice message there. There's a little thing that says leave a voice message, and you can do that through your computer, and you can ask me a gardening question, and I, they those get sent to me, and I'll work those into the show. Uh, so, or, you know, you can talk about anything you want to talk about, which which will be fun. You know, unfortunately, it's not two-way, but, you know, it, it, it's fun. We're, we're, we're working on two-way conversation. I don't know. When I get this new mixing board that I want, we might be able to do that. Have a wonderful and terrific and great week. We will talk to you next time right here on Ask the Garden Geek. <laughs>